This podcast is brought to you by Convo Cloth, the official clothing apparel of the NBC podcast. For the latest apparel, please go to www.nothingbutconvos.com. Now, let's get into the latest episode of the NBC podcast with your boy, S. McCann. What's good, people? It's the NBC Podcast with your boy, S. McCann. And this is episode 35, Eagles Wildcard Playoff Review. And in this game, it didn't come out with a win, but we did see our team fight to the end. And now, with this offseason starting, we get to see what moves Howie and this franchise makes in a new league year. And so, in this episode, I break down our game versus the Bucks, Howie and Knicks, end of the season presser, and our outlook in the offseason, us making moves to become a contender. So sit back, relax, let's giddy. Our playoff game against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Tampa Bay 31, Eagles 15. And in this game, Jalen Hurts. Struggled a lot. The defense that was played against Jalen Hurts, two defensive players spying on him, one high safety, and the extra DB in the middle of the field. This type of defense rattled the young QB because he never seen it before. It's his first start. Some things you will see, some things you won't see. But you still have to adjust during the game and still get your playmakers the ball during the game. Devontae Smith didn't have a catch until the fourth quarter. That shouldn't happen. You should have been feeding them and feeding them and feeding them because they was playing off coverage all night. You could have hit them with slants all day, just moving the ball up the field until they adjusted. We never adjusted on offense during this game. We played into the defensive hand. And this was the outcome of the game. Jalen Hurts, two interceptions. He did have a touchdown. That was in garbage time. But you have to help your young quarterback out especially when we were a running team and our leading rusher was Jalen Hurts. During the season, we didn't win much games with him being the leading rusher. And I do not fault our offense for playing this way because we was down 14 none. 
down 14 nothing, then down 17 nothing. It was tough. It was tough to watch because you thought that we could impose our will on this offense defensively because they were down a few receivers and on offense because they were down a cornerback. But they played a single high safety, a safety in the middle of the field with the linebacker, David, and a safety close to the line of scrimmage where that safety will spy on Jalen Hurts. He can blitz whenever he wanted. When you don't see something like that during the regular season and in film, it's hard to adjust during the game. And they could have adjusted, but young coaching staff, first time QB at the helm, it's hard to get that adjustment. But you've seen it. Now you got tape on it. And so now you have to continue to just learn from this game, learn from the season, and move forward for the next phase of your career. Year three. In this game, Jalen Hurts was 23 of 43, 258 yards, one TD, two picks. Rushing, Jalen Hurts. Eight carries, 39 yards, 4.9 yards a carry on a hurt ankle. No excuses, but he was hurt. Boston Scott, one carry, 34 yards, one touchdown. Miles Sanders, seven carries, 16 yards, 2.3 yards a carry. Kenneth Gainwell, one carry, six yards. Receiving, Dallas Goddard. It was, it was the Dallas Goddard show. We was feeding him the ball and feeding him the ball. We should have fed Devontae Smith more, get some open routes or try to get open Quez Watkins during this game. But Dallas Goddard, six receptions, 92 yards, 15.3 yards of reception. Devontae Smith, four receptions, 60 yards, 15 yards of reception. Kenneth Gainwell, five receptions, 49 yards, 9.8 yards of reception and a TD. Quez Watkins, two receptions, 35 yards, 17.5 yards of reception. Jordan Howard, one reception, seven yards. Jalen Rager, one reception, two yards. Boston Scott, one reception, one yard. Throughout this game, it was difficult for us to move the ball because the Bucks, all they had to do was just sit back because they know we were going to throw. And throughout this game, the defense didn't help the offense at all. First drive of the game, we get a rough in the passer. And that was on third and nine. Gave him the first down. And in the beginning of the game, Brady was off. He wasn't comfortable. Receivers were dropping balls. 
We had a chance. We had to get a stop. We had a chance. We had to get a stop. We didn't get a stop. After that roughing the passer, Brady was just picking us apart. Picking us apart. Cooking us. This passive, playing off, playing cover two or whatever they playing, not jamming the receivers, that was the wrong game plan this game. You should have had Slay follow Mike Evans the whole game. We wouldn't know the outcome, but that's what it should have been. Up on them the whole game. This is the last game of the year. Basically, if you lose, so you have nothing to lose. Let him play Mike Evans the whole game. That's all they had was Mike Evans. No one else. And you letting Mike Evans run free? Come on, man. Mike Evans was running free. Mike Evans had nine receptions, 117 yards, one TD, cooking us, cooking us. You shut that down. They couldn't do nothing. And Mike Evans played the slot the same as Antonio Brown, how he was cooking us. That's the weakness. They figured out the weakness. They said, oh, we're going to put Mike Evans in the slot. We're going to run him over the middle. We're going to do all that. Man, that's what happened. That's what happened. Cooked us the whole game. And I don't understand how our defensive coordinator, Gannon, is being looked at as a head coach. He's terrible. He is terrible. There's no way that you have Slay, all pro year to me, not follow their best receiver. And he, he can play man. He's a man-up receiver. That's what he played in college. That's what he played when he came into the league. He is not no zone cornerback. He plays man on man. I don't get that. I do not get that. Even Steven Nelson, he playing against third String, four string receivers, practice squad dudes. He can man up on them. They should have just manned up and let them pick us apart. Let them. You just don't let them sit back there comfortable. Come on, man. Pass rush. Wasn't there. Talking about the ends. Yeah, Ryan Kerrigan. He got a little bit. But on the other side. Dude wasn't getting there. Terrible to me. He got to go. Barnett got to go. Trash. It's a lot of players on this team that have to go, but the main player that can't be on this roster next year is Jalen Rager. He's an embarrassment. I'm embarrassed for this guy to be on our squad as a receiver, first-round receiver, that they drafted this guy in the first round. Playoff game. He had one reception, two yards. One reception, two yards in the playoff game. Terrible. We need to revamp our back end. Safeties. We need to play making safety. 
some dude that can run end to end. I don't know where you can get him at, but that's what you need. You need a playmaking linebacker. Someone that can run sideline to sideline. I don't know how you can get it, but that should be the focus. Linebacker. DN. We need a playmaking DN. Get sacks, pressures, everything. Yes, sweat was out, but you need some depth on that end. We need another corner. And we definitely need another wide receiver. For real, another wide receiver. So I listened to the Howie and and Nick Sirianni end of the year presser, and they broke down certain things that went on in this game and what will be going on in the future. And they stated that Jalen Hurts is their quarterback for the future, which is a smart move because you don't have to pay him big money. You got him on a team-friendly contract, and you can just build your team around this guy. Build your team up. And after his deal or after year three, going into year four, if he's not the guy, you already built your team from the last draft. So now you build your team up, free agency, all of those draft picks, build the D up. Build the offense up through free agency. Do these things to make you have a team. It shouldn't be focused on the quarterback, getting an elite quarterback. You're going to sell your whole franchise of picks, no players. What's going to happen if we get a a franchise quarterback that we trade away some players and, and picks? The defense still trash. So now you're putting 30 million, 30 plus million in a veteran quarterback. What do you got to work with? He ain't got to work with nothing. He don't got no receivers. He got one receiver, one tight end. What else? Defense is still trash. They still giving up points. So you putting him in a bad situation. Look, man, just build this defense up and continue to see Jalen Hurts grow into that quarterback position. That's the best thing that you can do. And that's what Howie and them said that they were going to do. We're building this team up, and Jalen Hurts is my quarterback. Another thing that was telling was when they had a question about Jalen Rager. Howie said he shouldn't be at this point in year three, year two, year three, whatever he is. I'm so mad. I just don't like the dude. For real, I really don't like the guy. He's just not that good. He should be more far off than where he is in his progression right now. And so this was year two of Jalen Rager. He's going in year three. He came in the same year as Jalen Hurts. And... His career stats is 64 receptions, 695 yards, four touchdowns, 64 receptions throughout his two years in the NFL, 695 yards, four touchdowns as a receiver. I don't want to even go and touch on his returning 
abilities because it's terrible. And I'm going to get to what he did within this game that could have changed the tide and had us in great field position. But those numbers of Jalen Rager in two years, and I will give you Quez Watkins' numbers just this year, 43 receptions, 647 yards, one touchdown. That's one year. He has the same, almost the same yards as a number one receiver that was drafted, and he's a six-round receiver. That's crazy to me. And so Nick Sariani in the presser, he broke down who's our number one receiver, who's our second receiver, and who's our third receiver, and then we probably will get a fourth guy or a third guy or a second guy, and then it will drop everybody down the depth chart. But our first number one receiver on the team is Devontae Smith. That's what the coach said. Our second receiver is Quez Watkins, six-round pick. Our third receiver slot guy is Jalen Rager. And both of them, how they were talking, were very upset with him of the progression. He has talent, but the progression. Him as a punt returner. Doesn't show no burst. Can't read blocks. And in this game, it was costly. You ain't even help your defense out. The defense got a costly. I'm talking about they, they got a stop, punted. We was about to be at the 50 or whatever, 40. He muffs the punt. Come on, man. This the playoffs. You can't do stuff like that. Especially when your spot and your status of a receiver on this team is on the line. That costs us the game. Not cost us the game in general, but that's one of the plays where we could have turned it around. If we went down and scored, it would have been 17-7, down by 10. We would have got a little bit of momentum, right? But that right there was a very costly play that cost the team, cost your defense. It, it was just some things you can't do, and that's one of them. You got to be sure-handed. And throughout this season, he didn't show you anything that he deserved to start this playoff game. He showed you nothing. He gave you nothing. He only was playing with two receivers the whole year, basically. And then the tight end, Dallas Goddard. Quest Watkins has some points in the game, but he's a six-round pick. He's still learning his way to be a full-time starter in the league. And you got your spot taken from you by a six-round pick. That's crazy. And so the outlook of the new calendar year, I did go through some things that we needed during this year in this playoff game. 
We needed so much, and it showed you what we needed. Safety, corner, linebacker, DN, another receiver, and we need playmakers. So before the draft, please go out there and get a, a veteran receiver. Odell, price just went up. Mike Williams is out there. You got Gallup. You might have Amari Cooper. You have Ridley looking for a trade. So you got options. You might can get two receivers. You put two receivers with this squad. Quez Watkins and Devontae Smith with two veteran receivers. And then you draft a receiver. I'm telling you, this team will be that deal. This team will be that deal. And so in the upcoming pods regarding the Eagles, free agency, I'll do a pod on free agency. And I'll probably do that coming up into when the draft is about to hit and make a pod about the draft. And then I'll talk about our free agents that we got and then what we will need going into this draft. But we need a lot to compete. And quarterback is not one of them. And so with that, people, it's a wrap. One. So that was episode 35, Eagles wildcard playoff review. And so in that pod, I broke down the Eagles playoff game versus the Bucks, Howie and Knicks, end of the season presser, and what we need to do in the offseason to make our team contender. And it's a lot that we need. So through free agency and the draft, I hope we can get it done. And so until the next time, people, stay safe, give respect, and show love. One. Make sure you go listen to all old and new NBC podcast episodes on all podcasting platforms. And please go to www.nothingbutconvos.com for the latest apparel.